Welcome to the Film 7 Podcast. How are you all doing out there? My name is Andy, your host on this show that keeps you updated with the latest TV and movie news. And as usual, I've got with me here, Jake. How's it going, Andy? And how's it going, everyone listening? We're having a storm, aren't we? A big storm in the UK right now. Don't go outside, guys. This is what this is what Netflix was made for. Yes, these are perfect Netflix times. Yeah. What were people who lived like 20, 30 years ago, when they had a storm, what did they do when they stayed indoors? Read. Ah, uh, yes. Read. Board games. Yes, those were actually at the better times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Something we've sort of lost. Yes, yeah. yes. Now everyone just, just plays on the iPad. Or iPad or just Netflix yeah. all day. I think... I'm sure there's no way to find out, but if you look at UK's Netflix traffic this weekend, it's going to be... Oh, like it's going to be huge. <laughs> yeah. No one's going outside this weekend. Yeah. Uh, so this week, Andy, we're going to be doing our Oscar results show. Yeah. What we uh, thought about the Oscars, some of the results, and also uh, who won in our predictions, which I, <laughs> I think... Oh, spoiler alert, I won by a landslide. landslide. <laughs> it wasn't even a competition. <laughs> yeah, I, I've I'm got all the things. <laughs> and it's just my name just keeps <laughs> on appearing. Uh, but obviously, we're going to have some news as well. Mm. Uh, so let's kick off the show, as we usually do, by just talking about what we watched, Andy. So you... Haven't really watched much this week. What? You know, I was thinking about it, and like this week, I've been so busy that I haven't really watched anything. The only film I watched this week was Three Hundred, which is my favorite film of all time. And I just put it on. I didn't. There was so it's funny because you know, if you remember this week, we tweeted the story about Jared Butler. He's going to carry the Olympic torch in the, as Leonidas. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's really nice. I love that was a good touch from the guys at Tokyo. But um I watched it the day before it was I watched three hundred the day before that news story broke. No, what a coincidence. What a coincidence, yeah. yeah. It's my favorite film of all time. I was just having that mood and I just put on the DVD and I watched it. But funny enough, that's the only thing I've seen this week. What about it's you? What a great film. It though, is. Man. Like I love rewatching that film. There is nothing bad about that film. Yeah. You know the swords and sandals movies like that yeah. that i think that's without a doubt my favorite type of one mm -hmm. and just the visual aspect that schneider created was oh, it's yeah. what made him sort of break into the industry was that movie it, it was and it's such a low it, it, it seems so low budget it feels like an independent film it's not a blockbuster where you have these epic locations it's just everything done on stage and all you were focused on was the character as the characters the story the people of sparta I mean, it was a, it's an amazing film. It, I mean, everybody knows it's my favorite film of all time, 300. I can watch, I know that film like from the beginning till the end, word for word. Every piece of dialogue. Every single piece of dialogue, I can repeat it. <laughs> that's how much I love it. So that's all I've seen this week. Fair enough. I've been a tiny bit busier. Very similar to what I watched last week though. So I went and saw Birds of Prey for a second time. Wow. I love this movie, man. I really do. I even loved it even more the second time where I was just fist pumping throughout this film. It's that good. For, for me, man, I love this movie. It's one of my favorite DC movies they've ever made. I just had so much fun. I actually haven't had, I was thinking about this, I haven't had sort of this level of fun in the cinema maybe since the first Deadpool. Really? It's that good? Yeah. Better than Wonder Woman. You said your favorite DC. Mm, I don't know. I think Wonder Woman's still a better film. It's a bit tighter. Uh, but this one, it's it's a very different type of film. Oh. Uh, it's you can't really compare them in that way. Uh, but overall, yes, I think Wonder Woman is a better film. But this one just kills it, man, for me. Just kills it, and I, I'm probably gonna go see it a third time. Well, it's that good. Mm -hmm. 
I, you know, I haven't seen it once. Um, I don't know for some reason the cinema close to me yesterday wasn't showing it late, but I'll probably see it tomorrow. But um, the way you're talking about it, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. I which mean, we'll, which we'll, be, we'll get into this into our first story about its poor po- box office performance. We'll talk about it a bit later, but just it's a shame that no one's really going to see this film as many as many people as they thought. So. Uh, normally, when that happens, is it not because the trailer sucked? Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that in when we get into the story. Mm-hmm. Um. Rewatching Clone Wars again, <laughs> nearing the end. We're now less than a week away before it premieres. Uh, and what else? And I uh, received Joker on a uh, Blu-ray and 4K. Yeah. So rewatched that with my girlfriend. And oh, what I mean, a film! What else can we actually say about this film? Like, it's I mean, I, we'll talk about the Oscars, but to me, I don't. I, there was not, in my opinion, there was not a better film than Joker last year. Mm. I mean, there there wasn't. There just wasn't. We'll talk about it in yeah, the show, yeah. I guess. And very much like you, that you watched 300 before you that mm. thing was announced about Leonidas. Yeah. The Oscars happened. Joaquin Phoenix won the Oscar. And the next day, that Joker thing arrived in my mail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you just watched it again. So I was like, ah, oh, of course. Like, I, I mean, I stayed up late to watch um, the, the Oscars. And um, we'll talk about his speeches. It, it was just, I mean, like, come on, man. We'll get into <laughs> that. Uh, so as we usually do, we're going to get kick off our first big segment of the show and that is the news well, gentlemen you have my curiosity but now you have my attention so indeed like we said up top our first news story is relating to birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn mm. now i say that whole title because it's actually going to be relevant to this story uh it's not had a good box office performance so far mm. Opening weekend in the States is, was, well, I say not good, but not as much as they were hoping for. Yeah. So it sort of opened at around $33 million in the States. Mm. Uh, total worldwide, I think it was about 82, 81, 81, 82. So it's not terrible because the budget of the movie was $84 million. I'm pretty sure they will at least break even, probably bring in some profit if you're including marketing. But the fact remains is that it's still projected less than what they hoped for. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Why do you think this has happened? I personally, so I haven't seen the movie, but the reason I haven't seen it, so I'm one of the people that is responsible for these numbers because I haven't seen it yet. So I can tell you the, one of the reasons why I haven't gone to see it is because the trailer didn't really pull me in. To be honest, it didn't. I love Margot Robbins. I um, I love the concept. I love Harley Quinn. I loved Suicide. Well, Suicide Squad is Suicide Squad. You know, you love it, you hate it. It is what it is. So I have no reason not to have seen it, but the trailer for some reason just didn't do it for me. That's for me. Maybe there are other people that have other reasons, but for me, it was just the trailer didn't pull me in. So I'm going through the week, and it's not in my mind. I'm on Facebook, nobody's sharing anything, nobody's talking about it. It's, it's just been silent, mm-hmm. even though, you, you, as you say, it's a great movie. It's just nothing pulling about it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I think there's a few different problems here. I think uh, one of them was the tra- the marketing of this movie. I think the marketing could have been better. I think the second trailer was dropped too late as well, too close to the actual release of the movie. And yourself and actually other people I've spoken to um, they were sort of on the lines of like, I don't really know what this movie is. Um, there's been a couple of people that thought, I don't know if it's 
they kind of got the vibe that it felt like forced diversity uh, of this forced sort of woman power type of thing. Yes. I, I get that. Totally get that from the trailers. It's sort of had that vibe about it and leaning that way. When you actually watch the movie, that's actually not the case. It's not a feminist movie at all. You watch the very much like Watchmen. You just watch these characters as characters. Mm. Nothing, it's not really like saying, you know, women are all the best and stuff like that. It's not nothing like that at all. There's a bit of that, but it's not forced in your face. Not like Endgame mm. with that shot of all yeah, the way. Exactly. It's not like that at all. It's natural and it just flows in the story. So I think that was an element part of it as well. I think awards season was also definitely a hindrance on it. I don't think Margot Robbie did a full press tour for this movie because she was obviously doing a lot of stuff for Bombshell and stuff. Uh, with the with the, the awards season, I don't know. I think maybe the stink of Suicide Squad as well as maybe, even though that movie is, what, four years old now, mm -hmm. maybe still has a bit of taste on people's mouths. I don't know. It's a, It's weird. But you know, I I think it's more to do with the first reason that you mentioned because I did feel a bit watching the trailer. Like I said, the trailer just didn't do it. I think they spent more time trying to push the a message, the message, the whole female empowerment thing, and making it look that way than selling the actual story. Guys are watching this and being like, okay. Why should I go see it? Like yeah. this is interesting though because I tried to I looked at for the stats to think oh this is predominantly going to be female audience. Now the opening weekend, fifty four percent of audience was male. Yeah, me. So I'm I'm a bit like I really thought this film was going to be like take your girls out, girl gang sort of women come out in heaves like we saw for Captain Marvel, Wonder Woman, and stuff like that. Yeah. It just doesn't seem to be that way either. I mean, these things, it's not one thing. A lot of things have to come together rightly for a blockbuster to happen, you know, for for a Joker to happen. A lot of things need to come together. And somehow, and I think we'll talk about this when I'm telling you about how I felt watching the Oscar. Somehow I think there is a bit of fatigue with this whole women empowerment thing. Mm -hmm. There's a bit of fatigue. People are worn out of it, of hearing about it. So it doesn't do what it used to. It's not. If this came out when after Wonder Woman, it would have made more money. You know, mm. Prob yeah, 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 without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. So when they put the trailer, and I think they started doing all of that whole thing, the emancipation and the, the name, mm. the, the emancipation, yeah, the fantabulous emancipation of Harley Quinn. You know, it's all so much, and people, and even when, like in the Oscars, in the first performance, um, we had Monet, um, so uh, Monet, I've forgotten the first part of her name, and she was performing, and she just, she now started giving a speech, and started going, "I'm a strong black woman," I'm you know, you could just feel everybody just be like, "Here we go again," like how long. And I get it. It's yeah. It's, it's it's a very, it's a tricky discussion to talk about because you, do, where do you fall on? You know, and where's the line? Exactly. And then you know your line might be different to somebody else's line. So it's, yeah. And I get it because and the fight needs to be fought. Equality. It, nobody gives. They say power is never given. It's taken. Mm -hmm. So I respect the fight everybody is having, whether it's racial inequality, whether it's gender inequality, whether it's sexual inequalities. I respect every fight everybody's fighting. But um, the 
I don't know. It's a tough one to talk about, especially in a podcast. You don't want to say something. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, um, so um, let's just move on. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so staying on Birds of Prey. So as we know, as we've seen plenty before, Warner Brothers seem to be very reactionary when it mm. comes to this. Mm. I think this is a bit too quick reacting to this. It's only been in the second weekend. hasn't even passed yet. I think let's hold the brakes. But they're changing the title of the movie. To? Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, this colon, Birds of Prey. Now, on one hand, I think they should have called this from the very beginning. Because when you actually watch the movie, it's a Harley Quinn movie. I think we sort of got the gist of that from the trailers as well. This is more a Harley Quinn story than the Birds of Prey. The Birds of Prey are supporting characters in this film. So, I think from the beginning, you should have called it Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. Mm -hmm. But now, when you've been promoting this really creative title if you ask me. I love me. that name. Yeah, it's a great title. I think it's too late to change it now. Now, uh, there's talking about that they're changing it so it appears better on the algorithms and stuff like that because when people type in birds of prey or something like it doesn't come I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the whole technical side of that but I don't know. I mean, it's a strange move. There's like. no technical reason. People, Casablanca, it's a, it's a film. People still search for that. What yeah. kind of name is Casablanca? You know? But people still remember it because it's one of the greatest films ever made. Like, you know, so you can't tell me people cannot remember. I like that name. I think they should have just named it The Fantabulous Emancipation of One Han Harley Quinn. That's what the name should have been. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't have prefixed it with Harley Quinn. What was uh, Birds of Prey? And the yeah, 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 it just made to, personally. I just think they should have just left it because I like that those two terms, the fantabulous emancipation. emancipation yeah. Because fantabulous is not even a word. No, it's, it's not. No, it's the, you know. So I got kind of liked it. It was just refreshing, a new way to tell, to make movie titles. And you know, right from the first episode of this podcast, I'm always saying it. I want new things, and if they just left, the, you know, we have the Joker, the Batman, Superman by Spider-Man, you know? So when oh, we, yeah. yeah, so when we saw the Phantom, it was kind of cool. I get the um, algorithm thing that if you type, it's true though, if you type Birds of Prey on Google, it's going to give you eagles and it's not going to give you a movie. Yeah, exactly. And also the character of Harley Quinn is much more famous than the Birds of Prey. Exactly. So I get it, but... It's, I think it's too late. It's too late. This should have been... There are people whose job it is to do this. Like, the, we were talking about the trailer. It's people's job to... And I'm not knocking anybody off the table, but it's someone's job to make sure this thing is done well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes you see little mistakes and you're like, really? Mm -hmm. Somebody was supposed to... Yeah, and one final thing as well. Like, I'd like to point out that the people not going to this movie... You know, that we're seeing now uh, there's a huge cry for diversity, especially in comic book films, mm -hmm. isn't there? Yeah. You know, to more people of color, more females, all, all that jazz. Mm -hmm. So if, if you're one of those people asking for that and you didn't go see this film, you can't complain. Because if you look back to the early noughties with the Catwoman movie and the Electra movie, they didn't work. And because they didn't work, the studios were like, ah, see, it doesn't work. Female superhero films don't work. Mm. So, which is why, so, the you speak to the studio with your wallet. Yep. Do you know what I mean? So if you're asking for more diversity in superhero films, then go see 
the diverse superhero films. Yeah, but here's the problem. That, the, that's just my two cents about it. Like, yeah, but the trailer didn't sell it as a diverse film. It's, it's, it's even just now you're saying it that I'm realizing that, oh yeah, there was the Asian one and there was, you know, it's even now I'm realizing the women were from different ethnic yes. you know, um, locations. But it, it, the movie wasn't sold like that. It was really sold as, here's what I think the movie is about. Harley Quinn is broken up with the Joker and she's going around to form a gang of people to kick ass. And somehow, somewhere, Ewan McGregor is the villain and they clash in one way or the other. That's as far as I knew. So you got a couple of those points, right? But, yeah. you know, the diversity part of it didn't hit me. It didn't, it didn't strike me as one of those. It's sort of like one of the most diverse um, superhero movies ever, in my opinion, is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. The first one, yes, Homecoming. Yeah. Homecoming, yeah, that was the most diverse movie, but it wasn't sold as that. They didn't, it just was. It yeah. just was. So this movie may have been diverse, but it wasn't sold as that. To me, I think they were selling it more as a female empowerment thing mm-hmm. than a movie. I totally get it. Yeah, yeah that, mm-hmm. I sort of got that vibe as well. Me before going into this film, I didn't have low expectations, but I didn't have high expectations. I was just sort of like. Let's see what this film is. Mm. And I think because of that, I was so... Honestly, I actually think it's not like Suicide Squad or anything like that. It genuinely is a really solid film. I'm surprised. Yeah, and I think... And everyone I've spoken to who has seen it, the people online who have seen it, have all pretty much said, yeah, I had a great time. Yeah. A couple of little things here and there, but overall, it's a great movie. Yeah, I haven't seen a bad review of this movie. I'm trying not to see the reviews because I haven't seen it, but... When I just mistakenly look at a headline in bold, it's always good stuff. And the fact that you've seen it more than once, you've seen it twice, and you're thinking about going seeing it the third time, that tells me something. So, I mean, I'm surprised. I didn't think it would be this good. Mm-hmm. So I'm certainly going to see it this and weekend. Like, who knows? You may not like it. Uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, you see, but it's certainly better than we all expected. Yeah, definitely the hype and stuff like that. I, um, I think it will be interesting to see what Second Weekend does to this. Mm. I think if word of mouth gets around of how good this movie is and people should watch it, a maybe 40 to 50% drop, that's not bad, I think. But if it goes down to 60 to 70, then I don't think this movie's going to earn a lot of money. I'm, I'm, Which I'm, is a shame. Because, a shame. Then, because then, there's, unfortunately, the studios will be like, well, it's, we can't justify making a sequel. Or Yeah. And um, I'm really sad for DC because, you know, they, it looks like it looked like they have found they had found their own formula for making their own superhero movies, yeah, and it was working. Everything they've done, even the swamp thing that was, was, was good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So decent, everything yeah. they've been doing has been good, you know. And I just this now is not the time for them to have a box office tank because Marvel is gonna kill it this year. Disney well, is gonna kill it. Black Widow will come out next, and yeah. that's. That's going to earn a lot of money. A lot. It's, I'm, it's, I'm sure it's probably going to go close to a billion. Probably close to, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I was hoping this would do well, but we'll see. We'll see what the second weekend does. But uh, anyone who hasn't seen it yet, please go see it. Support this film. And if you if you have seen it and, like me, want to see it again, go for it. <laughs> support this movie. All right. So we're going to go into the next story, and that is Mark Ruffalo. He is being eyed to star in the Parasite series that's going to be premiering on HBO. So did you even know this was happening, Andy? There's a Parasite series? They're doing a Parasite series. 
So I haven't seen the film, so I don't know what it's going to be about. And if you know, don't tell us yet. Yeah. Uh, well, all it. I know is that it's going to be six to eight episodes. Uh, Bong Joon Hoon is. Wait, right. wait, they're, wait, they're actually doing this. Oh, this, this is <laughs> this is a go. This is greenlit. This is all stops to go. So Bong Joon Hoon is working with Adam McKay to produce a. I think it's going to be an English version of Parasites, but it's going to be a HBO series. And it's still all the unused material that Bong Joon had for this film that he said, I'm basically now turning my two-hour film into a six-hour film. Wait, they're actually doing this. They're like, doing th- this. This is not like, you know how you hear this movie is coming out in 2023 and you forget all about it. It doesn't come out and that's the end of it. That's what I thought when you told me. I thought that was what was happening, that this is just something in the future. No, no, this no, is happening. This is, they're actually doing this. I, I, you know, I haven't seen Parasite. No, neither have I. I saw the Oscars and I saw everybody raving on about it. So I don't know what the hype is on about. It's crazy, isn't it? It like, is. If you look on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 99% score. I don't get it. Who is that one guy who doesn't like, like it? Exactly. <laughs> like, well, you, you, you did see, there is that. We will, there will always be that one, but yeah. Yeah, but like, is it really this good a movie? Apparently so. I mean, I, c- I can't comment because I haven't seen it. But yeah. I mean, judge it, when we first saw that trailer, we were like, this yes. is gonna be good. Yeah, but yeah. Oscars, like yeah. what it's done in the is this do we sound like people who haven't seen the Joker and do we sound like people that haven't seen the Joker and are talking about the maybe, Joker? Yeah. Maybe that's how we sound right now. Maybe somebody who's listening has seen Parasite and he's he or she's like, What are you guys on about? This is the greatest movie of all time. We will see it this week and I've had plenty of people, friends I know who've seen it. Uh, one in particular who is a filmmaker the first thing he said it's like it's a bloody masterpiece yeah <laughs> and I was just like wow okay like wow okay alright challenge we, we, accepted we, we've got to see this film and yeah. I'll, I'll be seeing it very soon yeah I have to now um, but yeah I mean series is happening like we've always said that series is the way to move forward I can't wait to see I'm going to see the new one and then I can't wait to see an extended version and Mark Ruffalo I mean come on I mean yeah <laughs> but to be honest this thing might take them a year or two years to make and by the time that's out we would have moved on I d- you know what I think 2021 uh, next year even at that I, I think I, go for it I think be- it'll- because there's so much content we move on quite quickly you know as a film watching universe oh yeah, yeah. we just kind of what's the next thing well yeah because there's so much content yeah. yeah we just be like what's the next Game of Thrones ended nobody's crying I mean <laughs> it's ended we just picked up The Witcher yeah, which which I will end. We'll pick up the Amazon one. We we don't like wait for one franchise to to come out. Then we say, oh yeah, like seriously, we need it now, like now because we've got options. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We shall see. We shall see. I mean, it's HBO. We've seen the quality Game of Thrones, Watchmen, plenty of other stuff that they've done. So it depends. Is this a HBO? Monday 9 p.m. kind of show. I th- yeah, I think it will be. If it is, then yes, it will be good. Mm-hmm. You know or what I mean by HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Okay, so the next story, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the most talked about movie of the year that nobody's seen yet, <laughs> <laughs> and that is The Hunt. So this movie was originally supposed to be released uh, last year in September, but because of the political climate in America due to gun violence, this movie was pulled because of a certain message it might be portraying. Uh, but it's back on, and it's got a new trailer. So, Andy, f- overall thoughts about this movie finally coming back? I mean, we, it, even, it 
didn't need to get to this point like why did they pull it out in the first place i can somebody they said when the joker came out it would end society that people would kill their babies and (laughs) (laughs) as in like till today i haven't heard of anybody dressed up as the joker going going around killing people and we do this thing over and over again now it looks like on paper you can see the logic if you watch a film about violence it will breed violence as in on paper it sounds that's but the that's case. never the case but that's never the case i think human beings somehow we are just not wired like that we are just wired differently like most people yeah. i think can distinguish what's you know reality and what's entertainment exactly and the people that would watch a movie and go and commit violence it wasn't the movie that made them do it they had those tendencies to do it and they wanted to do it the movie maybe just pushed them and if it wasn't the movie it would have been something else that would have pushed them so it's not stop tackling the movie like it was the movie that made a bank a guy who works in a bank who has a who's normal who has a wife and kid who loves suddenly his, go crazy. suddenly go crazy and start shooting people like because he watched one movie come on like seriously so that doesn't happen so whenever we get this things like you pull a show half of me gets it because i'm all for you know i'm all for gun violence is get out of hand now and i'm all for movies need to portray society we movies need to help to make this world better than what it is i'm all for all of that but at some point we need to kind of let filmmakers tell their stories the way they want to tell it and just and just not be afraid i mean this guy stopped making comedies the, the director of joker uh tom phillips tom yeah. phillips what was his quote he said you try making comedies in this, in this climate yeah in this climate you know and you know luckily he got the joke and that's fine but it's really hard for filmmakers to tell stories it's hard mm. for people to talk it's hard for people to express themselves because society now is so unforgiving even if you make a mistake and you apologize you will still lose your job yeah you can still go to prison even though it was a genuine mistake you know so i don't know it's it yeah shouldn't i have gotten here in the first place that's my no point. i think for me where i land on i think the issue here is society itself not the entertainment industry because throughout the history of entertainment film music whatever has always been controversial it's always portrayed messages or talked about topics that are uncomfortable to talk about yes. because it gives us a release a form uh, a medium to talk about these things mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. just letting go you know it's, it's the same as somebody who had a bad day and just needs to write in their journal yeah. you know what i mean it's the release for somebody and I think just we as a society, as you said, have become so unforgiving. Uh, we've become, a, uh, I, I think, you know, don't shoot me with this. I think we've become too sensitive to certain topics mm-hmm. that maybe it's, we should really be looking at ourselves, not the industry. And that. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, here's my thing. It's very easy to say, and maybe because now we're going into sociology, mm-hmm. but I, we, it's very easy to say we've become too sensitive and all. But is it because it's not our fight and that's why we're saying we've become too sensitive try telling somebody who's just been racially abused that's yeah no you know, no no you, you, you I, say, I, exactly, I totally get it you know? totally get it so half of you wants to say we need to grow up and just accept these stories 
but at the same time half of you wants to it's like if there is a fight to be fought let it be fought yeah i totally get that and i'm totally on board with that i want everyone listening to to understand that i'm totally on board with that but like you said it's it's 50 yeah. 50 it's, it's like 50, yeah. i want to i want people to have their voices and say the messages they want to send but That's i also want good entertainment exactly so yeah it's well, hard it's hard. it's hard uh so lindelof damon lindelof mm. the genius that he is mm. uh he had uh, a couple of comments to say about the re-release of this movie uh he sort of goes into the fact that initially when they were marketing they maybe misstepped it by f- making it feel a bit too real to real life which then translated into the real life events so what he's saying there this time around the trailer which we'll talk about in a bit they're really heightening the violence but not in a way that it's real in a way that it's satire it's entertainment it's not real it's obviously it's, satire it's obviously satire uh and i think it's going to work for them yeah, yeah i think. mean now we're in that age where we have to spell everything out like you know then you could say <laughs> like I know exactly what you, you have mean, to spell yeah. everything out. Yeah. Like you know, then you can talk to a group of people and be like, "Hey guys, let's go." Even though they're guys and girls, you could be like, "Hey, now nah, you gotta say, hey guys and girls." Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, so I know exactly. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Everything has to be spelled out these days. But one comment I just want to make: we don't deserve David Lindelof. What he did with Watchmen, and now he, he's doing with this movie, like one of the reasons why I was so upset because it's him, right? It's he's, him. I believe. Uh, let me. He is a uh, Damon. He's the writer and producer. Writer, yeah. Writer is the big one. Like what he did. He. I mean, I can't. He's not the topic of today, so I won't even blush about him. But he's a he's a great guy. He's a great guy, and and this film looks great. So let's get into the new trailer. Man, <laughs> what a trailer this was! Like it, they literally they were on point when they said we've heightened this yeah. to really make it look like satire. But you know, if this if this trailer came out first, I don't think it would have had the no, backlash. I, don't, I yeah. don't think it would either. And yeah. I think it's it's hilarious. It's uber violent. There's no holds barred with this movie at all. And it just I think it's gonna paint uh, very much like Joker, but in a different lens. It's gonna paint something to reflect ourselves. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's still it's funny. The lines are so funny. It it, it made me laugh. It's yeah. violence, but there were some funny lines in there. And um, I don't know, man. It looks good. It just looks great. I can't wait for this. March comes out yeah. next month. Okay, then. So we're going to get into the next story, and that is The Batman. Matt Reeves has given us our first glimpse at the new Batsuits with, obviously, Robert Pattinson inside the Batsuits. Uh, he released it on Vimeo, which I applaud him for. Yes. Much higher quality than YouTube. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's basically like a costume test footage, isn't it? Very much like when we saw our first look at Joker, Joker yeah, uh, wait, with the the costume and stuff. So it's a very similar vibe. Uh, it's all in this red tone, and he just comes out, and we see the suits. Uh, we don't see the cow, but we don't go all the way up to the ears. Mm-hmm. But Andy, what did you what did you think of this? I liked it, but I didn't know what error. When I saw the video, I was like, the mask looks looks very handmade. The armor doesn't look well fitted. Because Bruce Wayne is supposed to be this rich guy and all his stuff is supposed to look like high-end. So when I saw the metal on his chest plate, the chest plate looking very rough and his leather mask, his mask made of leather rather than, you know, and it looked very, you know, looked very handmade. Then you told me that this movie actually takes place 
two years into his in his second year yeah. career as bad batman so he, that makes now makes sense and i'm always like tell me give me new stuff tell me new always new and this is a new way of looking at it so i'm pretty i'm more excited now that i know that the movie takes place two years into batman's career than i was so i'm excited now because i understand that video in context mm-hmm. if i just saw it one-on-one i'd be like what are they trying to do here are they trying to do daredevil again yeah but, got that uh, because vibe, it yeah. looked like that didn't it but now it kind of makes sense that's that's what i thought what about you I really like the costume as well. Yeah, um, I'm all about, like you, I'm all about pushing new. And quite frankly, this is a suits like we've never really seen before, sp- on screen anyway. Yeah, it might not have the ears, you know. Yeah, I, it'll ha- it's got to have the ears. Not really. The question is, short or long ears? I think it shouldn't even have ears. Like, if they, if they told you Daredevil wouldn't have ears, would you have believed? Like imagine he does have ears. He's got yeah. the little horns. Yeah, it? but when half of the series in Netflix, he didn't have ears. Right. Okay. So, so the, sorry, uh, yeah. I didn't explain myself properly. I know the first season. Yeah, the first season yeah, before he, he got the suit. Yeah. Exactly. So and that worked, didn't it? It worked. It worked. So, it worked. you know, this is. A I don't new know. One. Yeah, I think because that ear thing belongs to a different I, era. No, it's got to have the ears. It belongs to a different era. Yeah, and you know, even, the even if even if he doesn't have the ears at the beginning, he will get the ears. Okay. He's got a, it's, it's Batman. It's you know what Batman. I mean? It's like, it's also it's also more intimidating. That I think it goes part of the whole thing that criminals see. It's not a human. It's the Batman. Yeah, but you know, Batman is it not? Batman is the caped crusader, right? Is yes, that Batman? Or the caped crusader. Yeah. So it's the cape. That's if he didn't have a cape, that would have been a problem. Mm. But the but he's always had the cape and cowl. Mm. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. But yes, I love the costume. I love that the, the cowl is all leather stitched up. The it, I'm not quite so sure what it looks like, but it does look like a bit of metal on the actual bodysuit as well. That's all sort of pieced together. Uh, like we said, it's going to be early in his career. So it, I, I think it's going to be sort of him and Alfred who've made this suit themselves. This is maybe before Lucius Fox is helping him getting all his tech. It's just them in the cave with the bare essentials that they've got. So... Looking forward to that. And I do like the symbol. Yeah. Symbol looks cool. Um, and there's a rumor going around. I, I hope this is true because this is, for me, this is metal. The the metal in the, the symbol is pieces of the gun that murdered his parents. I think they'll do it. That'd be cool. That'd man. be really good. Well, you know what? Even if they weren't planning to do it, I think they will include it now. Because people have been speaking because about it. Yeah, because it's now gone viral and that's what people want to see. So, I mean, if it was... It tracks because it's from a comic as well. So Yeah, exactly. I mean, if it was J.J. Abrahams, I'm one zillion percent sure <laughs> <laughs> he would have put it in there. But this guy, I'm not... hundred. But it works. I think they will put it in there. They've just started shooting, so... Yeah, they've only just started. We saw that image yeah. that they started shooting. Um, I'm I'm just so excited for this. Uh, the score, the music that was attached ah, to this video as well. Good, wasn't it? So we got Michael Giacchino doing the score, which is actually him. This is his music. I love the theme for it. It yeah. seems like this impending walking can, doom. Yeah, it can like, catch on. Yeah, it has the same vibe as the soundtrack of um, the man, um, the Mandalorian. It has that progressive thing about it, like you're going on a march. So it has that. Um, I sort of feel the same way I felt about the Joker. Which in like when I first heard the Joker announced on this, you, you announced it on this show. Um, that feeling of this might be good. I, I'm having good feelings about this. This might be 
a good movie. Mm-hmm. This might be a good interpretation of I think it's going to be Batman. great. Yeah. yeah, I think it's going to be new. Yeah. It's going to be different. Uh, I think uh, Zoe Kravitz was um, on a talk show recently and she was saying, I can't say much, but she's saying that ev- everyone in the cast and the crew are really loving the script mm. and what Matt Reeves is doing with it. So Yeah, I, I'm like, I'm loving this. And, you know, like we, that, that pundit said when the Joker, there will always be, there's before Joker and there's after, after Joker. Joker. I think th- this after Joker era, it's just a new way of telling things. You can't go in. And that's why I think, I'm, I'm, I hope I'm wrong. I'm going to make a statement here. And I really hope I'm wrong. I hope I don't know what I'm talking about, right? I suspect Wonder Woman might not make as much money as it's, it's expecting to make because they're still trying to tell it Wonder Woman's story the old way. So that might affect their book. People might not be as hyped up to go see it as they were with the first one mm-hmm. i suspect that's what will happen i really hope i'm wrong and i just hope i'm wrong but i suspect that what might happen there is now the appetite for more for better storytelling you know that just not just seeing them in the suit doesn't trip people anymore mm-hmm. then we just wanted to see someone in wonder woman costume we just wanted to see someone in there just wanted to see wonder woman exactly we just wanted to see it you know what whatever story just let me just see wonder woman or swamp thing or whoever that was but i think we've gone past that now so it's not just the costume; it's the people now want a good story the boys told a good superhero story um a lot of these things are now coming out where you really need to be grounded in your storytelling then the costume and the CGI and all the other stuff is just addition to it, you know. So that's where I think we are. So that's why I'm fearful for some of these superhero movies that are coming out. But as we always say on the show, we shall see. Yeah. So let's get into our final topic of the news. And that is we got a new teaser or our first teaser for Stranger Things Season 4. Uh, not much really. We're in some very cold snowy place Russia. i assume yeah russia <laughs> uh, but the big thing is that hopper we see him there working on some russian thing <sighs> and he's alive could be his twin though his russian twin yeah <laughs> I mean, exactly he is, in, he is in black widow as <laughs> a russian exactly <laughs> it's true though, maybe <laughs> crop multiverse it's gonna cross multiverse. it's gonna cross over that's a good one <laughs> no but it's I mean, so I was shocked to see him because, you know, he, he had a pretty convincing death at the end, if you ask me. Um, but, I, I mean, I'm happy that he's back. But very much like you, ND, I just hope it works for the story and they just haven't brought him back because... Because we like him. Because we like him. You know. Because then it sort of undermines his death. Mm. Um, spoiler all, alert. Exactly. But. All the emotion we felt at the end of season three. Yeah. All that emotion just goes down the toilet if they don't explain this well. I hate it when they do that. I hate it when they do bring people back from the dead. And in a way that wasn't planned from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Because, and you know when things are planned from the beginning because they will start alluding to it. I just hate it when they bring people back just for the sake of it. it. It's it's wrong. I don't think so. I just hope they do it well and this was all part of the story and not a reaction to fans. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping there as well. I mean, yeah. I have faith in the Duffer Brothers. I think they've said from the start that they've had four seasons planned. So, 
this was maybe always part of the plan, but who knows? Because how do you do it? He was disintegrated. He 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 was. It's just like bringing Darth Vader back. He was. We saw that happen. What are you gonna say? Are you gonna say his particles joined in his particles? Mm. Is he Doctor? Maybe Doctor Manhattan. Thing is, look, I'm I'm all for any crazy theory you want to give me. It's all about the execution. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, ex- exactly. It's all about the execution. You the why you could give me the wildest theory why he's come back. Cool, but how does it work? Exactly. D- does it make sense? Exactly. Like like Lindelof, he did the opposite with um with Watchmen. How do you kill someone that he's can't be, exactly that is unkillable and <laughs> still make it work? Mm. People don't realize how great Watchmen was. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We keep we're always going to be keep talking about this. Yeah. Uh, so that's it, Indy. That is the news. So now we're going to get into the main to- topic, and that is the Oscar winners of 2020. Here we are. The results are in. You uh, stayed up all uh, night. Stayed up all tweeting. Sunday night. Tweeting about it. So, not as controversial as we thought maybe was going to happen. There were obviously there was some. Yeah. You can't have an awards here without some controversy, but not as much as we maybe thought. Yeah, I know, right? And like, it was just safe. Everybody just behaved themselves. Everybody just behaved. Nobody wanted to throw anything away. Everybody just. Be like even the people that went political just or just went on it t- a tiny bit. It was just, I mean, like I said on Twitter, the big story of the Oscars is there was no big story. That's the big story. Um, but it was it was easy to watch. It was a lot quicker than yeah. normal Oscars. It was really packed. There were less ads. Everything was just packed I, you know it lasted for about three four hours but i didn't feel that way normally it's around five isn't yeah, it? yeah but i just didn't feel that way it was really they moved things pretty quick they had a terrible format now because there were no hosts so some things they, they it will change next year i'm sure they will improve on it but it had this terrible format where so they would show the nominees on the big screen then the the presenter would read the nominees again on paper so what would happen is after showing the nominees on screen, the moment the presenter starts reading the the nominees again, when they say the first name, people would think she was announcing the winner, winner. <laughs> and they would scream. Then she'll say another name, and they'll scream like, "Oh, we've won!" Then they'll say another name. Then everybody would realize, "Oh, she's still calling the names." So it was a bit confusing. Yeah. And I think there was a time the maybe camera you should read the names and then have the visuals. Exactly. Of the people, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's what they should have done. But I think there was even a time the camera went on somebody, one one um, celebrity, and the person was like, "Why are they doing?" Because it just looked <laughs> a bit funny, and there were there was a lot of third shots where they would pan to somebody in the crowd and the look on their face. Oh would be man, like, I saw so many memes. Yeah, I think the best one was when because Eminem played. Yes. Didn't they? Oh. And some, like, it was crazy because half the audience were like, yeah, this is great. And then the other half were like, 
Oh my god. <laughs> Let me tell you how it happened. Let, because I watched it, you know. So Eminem was perform Eminem's performance was a surprise. Nobody was expecting it. Like he didn't make a movie. This was not like the 20th year of 8 Mile or he, th th there was no reason why Eminem was performing. He didn't have a movie. If this was like the 25th year of 8 Mile's release, then I would have said okay, but nothing. So I suspect they had somebody else in mind. That person couldn't come. Then they got Eminem. So it was a surprise. So he obviously wasn't fit. He's looking a bit... Eminem. Eminem. He's looking a bit chubbier now. He's not looking less trim. So when he came on stage and he started performing his 8 Mile... The, because it was, I think <laughs> this will sound funny and maybe it's you not have to the remember, truth Eminem is an Oscar winner he's an Oscar winner but this will sound funny now you know what happens is whenever they're performing the camera goes on the stage the camera would like to show people in the crowd enjoying the music <laughs> so for the first two minutes of that performance the, Oscar, the, the, the camera couldn't find anybody enjoying it <laughs> so they would show this person and everybody was like what? Scorsese's face was great. Yeah, were, everybody's face was like, every, nobody <laughs> was impressed, and this, and it was. Oh my god, I don't know if I can see this. Go ahead, say it. I don't know if I can see this. They were trying to find. It was clear they were trying to find some black people that were enjoying the hip hop, but they couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't. The ones they found were just looking, and they were just looking dumbfounded. So he was just trying. The guy on the third camera was trying to find. Who, who, please show me somebody having fun. Show me someone having fun. Then it was just at the end that he found a couple of people trying to dance. Then they stayed on them and they kept coming back to them. But that performance was terrible. It was terrible because, and I don't think it was Eminem's fault. I feel, and the sound was bad. Yeah, a lot of the people sound, complained yeah, about the sound. Yeah, the sound was yeah. bad. So I feel, I don't think it was Eminem's fault. I feel it was not planned. He, this was not a planned performance. This was him covering for last minute he was there to come because he didn't even come with a set he was he didn't he, when you watch it he, he just sang he, the song yeah, yeah. He, just, he didn't look yeah he didn't look planned he didn't look choreographed you know if you if you're told you're coming to perform in the oscars you will prepare you will get your dance you will get everything but it just looked like he him with a hoodie just came to rap and gone but so it wasn't that great of a performance. I, I still, I, I, every time I see Scorsese's face, <laughs> like, oh. he looks horrified. Like. A good thing that happened in um, the Oscars, though, is when this guy came to collect his award, um, Bon John Ho, he really gave a lot of respect to Scorsese. And when he did that, the whole, the entire um, audience stood up and gave Scorsese a standing ovation. Nice. So that really, actually, that brought a tear to my eye. That was just, he was like, I think he said his Donjon Ho. I, if I can't remember correctly, but I think he said his um, dissertation at university was a Scorsese movie. Nice. So you can imagine how he felt picking up an award in front of Scorsese. That was just the biggest thing of his life. So, you know. So now, okay, let's get into yeah, get, yeah, let's, let's get, get, it, into, let's get, into, let's get into, it. into it. So, so I think the the biggest surprise that anyone had, we n neither of us predicted this. Yeah, was the best picture winner, and that was Parasites. Yeah. What a crazy win. I, I, no, I, I didn't see it coming. Let me ask a question now. Now, the Oscars, what is the Oscars and what is the Academy? Is it an American award or is it a global award? That, let's ask it's, that question. It's an American award. It's an American award. Let, let's be real. Okay, because, so it's you know, American. The BAFTAs are the UK and then I'm sure Asia have plenty of awards. There's awards 
everywhere. You know what I mean? So, but because the I would say the bulk of Hollywood films are made in Hollywood, Hollywood <laughs> uh, that it is considered like the highest honor you could receive in in the film industry. So does that mean American films are seen with a have with more? Are, are more preferred. I would, I would say so. Mm. Yeah, I would say so. Maybe not West, uh, maybe not American films, but Western films. Western films, like okay, because if that's the case, then you could understand so because the anger. Yeah. You can understand some of the anger some of people are having because because this Oscars is sort of like American football. It's only played in America, but when they are doing their thing, they call it the World Series. Like, is it the one they do the yeah, World yeah, Series yeah, thing? Yeah. Why is it called the World? <laughs> not. I don't know. I mean. For me, so yeah, so th there's there's big controversy that some people are that some people are upset that a non-English speaking film has won the best picture award. Mm -hmm. You know, I, there's this stupid. Wait, wait, let's let me qualify. Let's not talk about the stupid guys, the people what, the, who are the, the racist. I, I was, no, because yeah. I just want to specify that stupid uh, hashtag go woke go broke. Yeah, have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen it. It's just. I don't know. This is actually quite funny, though. Did you see on Twitter the video of that really angry guy yeah. on YouTube? Yeah, I saw it. Chatting about I Parasite. It. I saw it. I saw it. He, honestly, that he's not doing himself any favors because. <laughs> so, so let's not. So what I'm saying is, I don't even. Those guys don't deserve our time on this show. No, they, they do. Don't. They, 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 for they comedy really, purposes, for comedy they do. Purposes, they, they do. Yeah, yeah, it makes us laugh during the week, but like. Let's not even give those guys time. Let's talk about those who are not racist, who are not stupid, who have brains, but they do have some concerns around Parasites, a foreign film, winning the best picture. What, what's with that? I, I don't know, because for me, I have no issue with this being nominated or winning. I'm very much the same uh, with animated films. Um, if you remember back to 93, 94, uh, Beauty and the Beast won Best Picture that year. Mm. Best Picture. That was the first animated film ever to do that. Quickly after that, they said, oh, we need to, a Best Animated Movie. So they made a new category for that. Mm. Okay? It's very similar to Best Foreign Film. But the way I look at it is that it's a film. And I don't think it should be... It, because it's almost like saying because it's an animated film or because it's a foreign film, it doesn't meet the caliber of best picture. No, not that it doesn't meet the caliber. If the Oscars is a time for Americans to ask, to celebrate American movie, Americans to accept to celebrate Hollywood, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. No, it's not. I don't look at it as personally. I've never looked at the Oscars as American awards. So that's the question I asked at first. What is the Oscars? What is the Academy? If it's an American thing, then I understand the anger. Not, not that guy on YouTube. Yeah. Then I understand the anger of people when they say that why did they give the Parasite when there was Joker, there was Scorsese's Once Upon, movies, a, time in was Once Upon yeah. a Time in Hollywood. Why did they do that? Were they just pandering to the woke culture? Were they? You know, but that's if it's if it's an American award, then why did they do that? But if it's a global award, like this is yes, it's hosted in America. Yes, we always we are partial towards Hollywood, but this is a global thing. If you make a, a good film in Nigeria, you can win Best Picture. If that's what the Oscars is, then by pa Parasite, yeah, and I think that's what the Oscars should be. 
Well, we ca- we have because to I, research. I, yeah, I don't fully know the ins and outs. Yeah. But the way I've always looked at the Oscars is that it's not an international festival, but it's it's an awards that is, like I said, it's the highest caliber of film in the whole industry. Now, and for me, that well, means... Or so they told us. But, so yeah. they told us. But And the way I look at it is that for yes, the world. it is actually, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's the Oscars. It's the Oscars. You can't receive a better award. Do you know what I mean? In film, true. In film. Yeah. Uh, even though, you know, the whole topic about awards is... is that's something else. Um, but yeah, I have no problem with this at all. I mean, I can see if, if some people do have a problem. But I just disagree with those people. Yeah, but it is... We need to understand, I think before anybody, if anybody is civil, wants to be civil with their anger, there is nothing, let me even say this, there is nothing wrong with feeling that feeling that Parasite shouldn't have worn it. There is, there is really nothing no, no, wrong. No, no, because that's, that's it's all your done. opinion. Yeah, it's your opinion. You just do it respectfully. Don't just do it respectfully and with love. That's what the world, that's what we require. But, but you can disagree with their words. But the point I want to make is like, if purpose, son, someone said, if purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. If you don't know the purpose of something, you will abuse that thing one in one way or the other eventually. So we need to know what the Oscars is. What is the purpose of the Oscars? Is it a, pl- a time to recognize American movies or movies made out of Hollywood with special mentions of international films? Or is it what we think it is which is a global thing so i think the answer to that is on google we need to do some research and when we find that answer that should tell us because if it's an american thing then nobody should be upset yeah and yeah but the thing is you're always there's always going to be people yeah, that are I mean, upset like i said those are not the ones we even want to we don't even want to we don't care about those people yeah that but just the thing the, the way i look at it is that from what i've seen the the vast majority of the industry I'm not talking about people like you and me. I'm talking about people actively working in the industry in Hollywood. When Parasite was announced, everyone was like, well, yeah. It was it, unanimously, the whole industry was like fully deserved. It, it was, everybody was shocked, but at the same time, we're like, this is one of the few years where most people are like, that deserved the best picture. But the thing is, is it genuine? Do, do people deep down in people's hearts are they are they do they really mean what they're saying i mean i can't speak about it because i haven't seen the film but the people i have spoken to who have seen the film they love this film no it's a good film it's a good film but we can't it, say that because we haven't seen it i mean for it everybody who's seen it has said I, I i suspect it will be a good film a decent film there are a lot of good but there are a lot of decent films that don't even get a look in i told you my best film of last year was Brightburn. Mm-hmm. Nobody even talks about no, it. So they're, diff- they're good films. There's a lot of factors involved in what, you know, first of all, you have to not, you know, you have to put yourself to be awarded for this. Yes. So yeah, there's a lot of good films. But at the same time, this business runs on money. You've got to have money behind you as well. Yeah, but it could it be that Hollywood is doing this because they want to break into the Asian market and they know that once they open up one, you see now there's now a HBO series Parasite now has a, HP, a series on HBO do you know who's gonna who they're targeting with that series it's not us it's the Asian market you understand so so you, you look at this and you're like okay now all this we're happy an Asian film one minute are they really happy or was it a calculated business move because they want to penetrate the Asian market I don't think so 
I don't think so. I think, do they want to penetrate the Asian market? Absolutely. The Asian market is the second biggest market after America, for sure. But I don't think people choosing this film to be best picture is is that is the the reason for that. I just th I just okay. I just because you have to remember the film was only a nomin the film only wins because people like you and me who are just members of the academy voted on this film and then a total all maths and algorithms works out that this is the best picture. Yeah, but it's people in the academy. Yes. It's not it's not a public yeah, but the, vote. But the people in the academy are just people in the industry. Yeah, but yeah, what I'm saying is that it's not a public vote. It's people who in the industry who stand to gain. But I don't think the the academy are like right. Let's, a team meeting, guys. You, we all have to vote. No, no, no. I don't think it's no, like no, that. No, it's, it's not that. But here's the thing: you're also right? not legally allowed to tell you who you voted for. True, but here's the thing, right? Who determines the nominations? You know, we read about it. How these things happen? There's a list of films that they send out, and they are like, "These are the films. What's your favorite?" Who determines that initial list? Isn't it the so the studios? So the the studios. Okay, okay. Exactly. So, so for example, Warner Brothers. Right. We want Joker to be considered for the awards. Right. Here's the movie. Right. The Academy then goes, okay. And then they give that movie to the Academy, and to who, all the members, and then they all watch it. Who will benefit if Hollywood breaks into Asia? Isn't it the same studios? Well, yes. Yeah, exactly. So could this not have been... Now, I'm not saying, I, you know, this is I just... I think you're looking a little li too deep yeah, into it. Yeah, because think, I'm like... I, I think you've got a bit... You've got, you're like this crazy conspiracy youtuber <laughs> i know i want to be sure this 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 thing is genuine because if it's not six months down the line we will forget about it and we're all everybody's all having a wet dream over um um parasite and if the joy isn't genuine in six months <laughs> six months down the line everybody's gonna forget about it and you, this thing again but we shall see but I, I we i don't know yet if it's genuine everybody's happy or this is just a calculated mover from from Hollywood to break the Asian market. Maybe I'm being a conspiracy theorist. I think, yeah, I think you're getting a bit conspiracy, Andy, but it's, it's all valid anyway. Right, so <laughs> the long one there on Best Picture. So Parasite won that. Uh, in in the, uh, the tally, neither of us predicted that one. Uh, best Director, Bong Joon-hung for Parasite won Best Director. At I didn't see that coming. No one, I did. You did. That was you. Yeah, yeah. I, I I predicted Bong Joon Hung because I because I actually said I said they'll win best foreign picture. They'll win. He'll win best director, but he won't win best picture. But I couldn't believe it. He won them all. So, uh, you know, huge huge congratulations to the whole team, him and his whole team. Yeah. So yeah, he just looked so. Like I said, when he got that award, he just looked so happy. And his speech about Scorsese as well. Yeah. So like, and the, the one when they won Best Picture, there was this cast member. I don't, I don't know who she played in the film or what her role is. And she came out and she spoke about John Bon John Ho, mm. and the way she spoke about him, you can tell that he's really a nice person to work with. He looks like a nice guy. Yeah, to work with, and um, yeah. So I really want to see more from him. If I haven't seen it, but it looks like a good movie. So yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it is a good movie. Like. Like I said, plenty of people I've spoken to, even like people who make films, of like this. This is a movie. Like this is a. a it, great it's movie. just a subtitle thing. Yeah, yeah. So. But as, like we said, as soon as you get over that barrier, mm. you'll enjoy it. Okay, so best actor, surprise, surprise, Joaquin Phoenix uh, for the Joker. This was one of the only awards I was happy with. Yeah, I mean, I, I we we knew this was going to happen. 
do you want to go to <laughs> i didn't know it was going to happen when the awards started and parasites they're picking up everything i thought they were just going to go junkan yeah, for, for, for one of them yeah yeah but um but yeah. no well, i mean i think it was inevitable Joaquin phoenix was going to win what you may want to talk about his speech his speech i i mean needed a dictionary <laughs> to decipher everything he said but i think he tried in my opinion he because this this is was the biggest stage he was ever gonna get he tried to tackle so many topics mm -hmm. he went from animal veganism veganism to equality to finance he tried to solve all the world's problems with his three minute speech um when you try and do that you don't do anything you don't if you try and say everything you end up saying nothing and, and i feel that's where he ended he ended up saying nothing mm -hmm. but worse than him was the best actress in her speech that was worse oh, Renee Zellweger. yeah exactly when you now hear that people like brad pitt pace, pace he had what he, a, wow he, he had a great he has speech. speech writers you know does for, he yeah. yeah so he pays when you hear that brad pitt pays speech writers for his award acceptance you can now see why because it's not just about picking up this stuff and just rambling on you like i feel personally you know with all due respect i feel phoenix and zellweger they kind of missed and missed it was a missed opportunity like i mean me i think phoenix he's never been good at giving speeches i don't think that's he, i don't think that's him as a person he's not that type of guy yeah. to you know be this sort of really spearheading and sort of inspiring leader you know what i mean he just wants to do right for him and i you can see that he's not comfortable giving these speeches because mm -hmm. this he's there for for the love of acting yeah that's what that's all he cares about he's but, not, but he's giving more better speech i mean i i mean you that's because he's he has to give more you it, yeah. you you practice makes perfect so you do more speeches you'll get better at right saying speeches and let's be real this la this award season he hasn't stopped giving speeches because you've just been winning every award. True. To, to one point, I think was you, you just shared me the video. Uh, you know how they do these press, 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 press conferences mm -hmm. after the awards? A reporter asked him a question and he was like, dude, really? Have I not answered this question before? Like, Yeah, he's I, like, I've just been answering ask, this yeah, whole question. I can answer it again, but I've answered it before. Why don't you ask me something else? That's what Phoenix was telling them. But his speech was going on and on and I was scared that they would cut him off. Just cut him off, yeah. But I think they didn't cut people off a lot because there were no hosts, so there was a lot of time. So his speech was, oh, yeah. God, finish already. But anyway, uh, so yeah, Joaquin, Renee Zellweger, been best actress. Uh, so we both got Joaquin, I got Renee Zellweger. Who did I say would win best? Uh, you didn't. I don't think you even commented because yeah. you were like because you don't I, think I'd seen one. I hadn't seen that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, best supporting actor. Brad Pitt, once upon a time in Hollywood. Uh, I thought his performance was outstanding in that. I called it as well. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, you called Joe Pesci. Okay, okay, yeah. So, still though, a very good performance, but I just think Brad Pitt was just so yeah. good in that movie. His speech, though. Once upon a time in Hollywood. It, what a, yeah. Ain't that real? <laughs> or something. I just love Brad Pitt, man. He's just such a cool dude. Like, I mean, Brad Pitt. Is Brad Pitt. It's Brad That's Pitt. all you need to say. Uh, best Supporting Actress, Laura Dern for Marriage Story. I call that one as well. What a fantastic performance and, yeah, fully deserved. She also gave a really nice speech. Uh, I, loved, yes, I love that yes. she said um, a quote from her speech where she says, 
sometimes uh, you get to meet your heroes, mm. but you're really lucky if your heroes are your parents. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I was, and, yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, best original screenplay. Bong Jong hoon for Parasite. Andy, you called it. Are you sure? Yeah, Actually. You, you called it. <laughs> okay, yay. <laughs> you called that one. Uh, I can't remember. I think I, I did Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for that one. But another shock. Did not expect to see uh, Bong Jong hoon win that for Parasite. Uh, best Adapted Screenplay. Taika Watiti for Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Neither of us got that one. Yeah, I like. Uh, but you know what? I'm so happy for him. Fair play. I know you're a big fan. It's a great film. I, I think it deserves it. I mean, a lot of those uh, adapted screenplay, I remember when we were going over them, we were like, this is hard. Yeah, it was This hard. was a hard yeah. one. Uh, any of them could have won it. So I, I'm really happy for Taika. He's, yeah. he's an Oscar winner now. Yes. Did I, you see the video of him when he was sitting back in his seat? He was like, he just didn't know what to do with his Oscar, so he put it underneath somebody else's seat. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. I like him. He's a nice guy. He, he had a very powerful after press conference after the mm -hmm. um, after his Oscars, where he was talking about how some things we seem to have forgotten the rules. Yes, about uh, Nazis. And yeah, things, yeah, things yeah. that would get people arrested. And now we just say, "Oh, freedom of speech." Yeah, so, yeah. Just, and you know, he makes a point. He, he makes ma a point. Strong point. Strong really point. Strong point. Yeah. But again, a very controversial topic. That one. Uh, so. Let's get through these then. So, best international no, film. No. Okay, best international. Ah, we both got it. We both got that one. Parasite. It was obviously going to win best yeah. international because the Nigerian film didn't get in because oh, they yes, didn't yeah. speak English. Apparent because they spoke English. Apparently, what, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know your thought. I know how you're feeling about that one. That, you're, uh, you're, that one's still sore, it's isn't still it? Still sore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but it wouldn't have won anyway. So let, let, let's let's just leave it at let's that. Let's leave then. it like that. <laughs> Uh, so we'll go to best animated feature film, Toy Story 4. You called it, ND? Yes. Uh, best film editing, Ford v Ferrari. I called that one. I'm surprised. Man, it's a good editing. But when you actually watch that movie, you realize it. this is... But The Irishman was three hours long. You, three stories, a story within a story, and it all worked. Three hours long, one lady... And, you know, I'm, I was surprised. I really thought... Scorsese was going to... Um, sorry, not Scorsese. Irishman was going to pick this one, but hey. Hey, hey. Uh, best Cinematography, 1917. I call that one. Mm. Uh, I think you said Joker. I said Joker, yeah. I, said, I mean, I, wa I watched it again last night. Yes, the cinematography is really good in that. Yeah. But for, it's 1917 was another level. Man. And are you not going to give Roger, Roger Deakins, Deakins an award? Come on. What, like, what... what, what? You know, so yeah, yeah. It's it's one of it's like it's one of those things. They like you're not gonna give him the award, like like, yeah. Uh, best production design. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Best uh, costume design was Little Women. Uh, I think any time there's a period piece film, they tend to win best costumes. Yeah, which is uh, which is annoying because it's it's cheating in a way. You know, because period films, you know what it is. There's room, little room for creativity. Yes, very true. It's yeah. just a budget-led thing at, at a certain level. Because at a certain level, everybody's skilled. Mm -hmm. It's just at that budget level. So I kind of feel giving it to period pieces is cheating. Yeah, I want to see it given to films like last year, Black Panther. Exactly. That people, you know these guys use their imagination and they draw... Because they, they, they got uh, actual... African culture mm -hmm. uh, and, and used different stuff and created new stuff. Yeah. In a science fiction, you know, it was just a piece of art. But period pieces, it's, it's, it's too easy. To Almost do. cheating, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. 
Well, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, best makeup and hairstyling. Now, we didn't actually have this one uh, when we did our show, but I'm, I I knew Bombshell was going to win it. Yeah. What, what they did with Charlize Theron to make it look like Megyn Kelly. Yeah, I mean, like, remember, like, I was telling you, the day we watched the trailer, even before I knew it was about Megyn Kelly, the moment I saw Charlize Theron, I said to you, You said, ah, Megyn Kelly. Megyn Kelly. That's how good it was. So, it, they, no, they deserve this award. They do. Best visual effects, 1917. Interesting. Interesting. A lot of people were like, um, how come Endgame didn't win? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, 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 all they did in, in my opinion, all, I haven't seen 1917, but it, what all they would do would not be more than houses or explosions. Yeah, and planes and stuff. And planes. Yeah. Yeah. But some, the visual effects were good because there was a lot of times where, well, the majority of the film, you didn't realize it was visual effects. And very much like a lot of things in film, if you don't realize... Then it's done as good. It's, yeah. it's really good. So from that aspect, I can see that. But did these people not see what the Irishman did or Endgame did? Exactly. Like, like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, best original score: Hilda Gunatetia. Oh, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. Hilda. <laughs> Hilda. Uh, for Joker, mm. I call this one. You went actually. You went for Johnny Boy, for Star Wars. I did. Yeah. You you said John Williams was gonna do it. Mm, okay. Uh, but. Oh, I I'm so, so happy that Hilda won it. I wanted her to win it. It deserved to win it. First woman to ever win Best Original Score Oscar. Wow. And first, as you mentioned, first yeah. person from Iceland to ever win an Oscar, period. Period. That's just great. And she's, I mean, just, you know how sometimes you can just watch some people on screen and you can tell these are nice people. I don't know, does it? I, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, like, I totally mean. Like, yeah, 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 you know, she just has that. You know, you just like. You her. just want to have a conversation. Yeah, with her. exactly. Yeah. You just like her. She was so sweet. She was just so. Yeah, you know, yeah. She, and it's I really weird. Happy. You see this sweet woman. Yeah, and then you listen to the music. She's <laughs> yeah. you're like, what? Yeah, <laughs> so what no. happened there? <laughs> yeah, she did Chernobyl's soundtrack, didn't she? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. She's she's good. Okay, so last two was the best sound editing, Ford v Ferrari. Neither of us got that one. And then best sound mixing was 1917. Now, I, I called that one for the best sound. For 1917, I thought it did have very good sound. So, that's it, Andy. <laughs> what's, the, wait, what's the scores? So, I beat you 9-4. say I, 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 <laughs> I thought it was worse than that. Because when I've watched everything in my head, I was like, oh, my God, Jake is going to kill me. <laughs> no, I've got not killed. Jake is still going to laugh at me because I messed up. I messed up. Everything. I did. I did. Th I did say some of your predictions were wild. <laughs> like, yeah, but you know, it is what it, it I, is. What it is. I need. I, I. I. I have an opinion, and my opinion is as valid as anyone else's. Anyone else. So. so that's it, Andy. Another year done with the award season, officially yep. finished, starting a new year. What do you hope? So now that this year's finished, yeah. Do you want any changes for next year? Yes. So what? So any specific things? I know you mentioned the whole announcing of the nominees and stuff. Anything else? You mean for the next awards? Yeah, for the next uh, Oscars specifically. Yeah, I just think, you know, I think they should bring back the host. It, it was just a bit tacky without a host. It just didn't feel. It felt rushed. It felt a bit boring without the host. We need, even though it's comedy, even though it's films and all that, we need a bit of comedy in the Oscars. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. You could, I mean, love him or hate him. Look at what happened in the Golden Globes with Ricky Gervais. Yeah, exactly. 
you could disagree with him, but he was entertaining. It was. <laughs> it was. So, I, I mean, I'd love to see that happen. You know, a couple of rules. That, that thing with the screen. Even if, okay, if they don't bring the hosts back, that thing with the screen yeah. and reading the paper, that's just terrible. And, um, yeah. Uh, Pre-plan your music artists <laughs> before <laughs> they come Have on stage. A, yeah. Uh, when you book the first artist... Because I'm hundred, I'm almost totally sure when we check it, we'll find out Eminem was the second choice. So my advice to the academy, when you book your first artist, book the second artist also and tell him you might perform. Please prepare. So if someone cancels, you still have somebody prepared and don't give us that S show again. That was but it. Yeah. Overall, overall though, we're quite happy. Yeah, yeah no, nothing like we said. Nothing too controversial. Let me ask you. Apart from angry people on the internet. Yeah, that would always <laughs> happen. Even if Jesus won the award, they'd still give it. But one question I wanted to ask you: Who is the big winner of the not just the Oscars, the award season? Because we've been following all these awards since August. It started around August, In September. Yes. When um, Sundance. When yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've been following all these awards. So of everything that has happened, who do you think is the big winner, the big loser? Of the award season. That's a hard one. Okay, so let, let me start. I, yeah. I, I think I only thought about this question now, so okay. I didn't. Yeah, you sort of threw it on me, like yeah, that, yeah. exactly. Like I, no, I didn't. I didn't think about it. But one name, I, I think the big winners for me, obviously, would be Joker. I think not Joker the movie, but I think Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix, as, Warner as, Brothers, as, as the actor, yeah, as the actor, Warner Brothers, yes. Also. Um, Netflix was a big winner. Yes. They finally got their stuff nominated for an Oscar. Mm -hmm. Well, they did last year. I mean, I think and win. They, they didn't no, win. No, won last year. Ron, Roma won last year. Roma remember? won last year. Mm -hmm. But they, Scorsese was on Netflix this year, mm -hmm. at least. So he's making real well, movies real on Netflix. Movies. Yeah. Uh, not theme park rides. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, Andy. So with that, that is the end of our show. I've had a great time with you as always, ND. So before we head out, where can the people find you? Um, first of all, you find us on Film 7 Podcast, at Film 7 Podcast. The 7 is a letter. And where's that, Andy? It's on a website called Twitter, at Film 7 Podcast. That's us on Twitter. But you can find me personally at Nduaj, which is at NDUAJ. Excellent. And you can find me on Twitter. Twitter and Instagram at Sweaty Jake, where I'm always talking about movies and showing my ever-growing Funko Pop collection. He does have a lot. Guys. I do have a lot. It's getting out of hand. Uh, so until this next show, guys, may the blessings of elves, men, and all free folk go with you. Whoa! I'm just, whoa! I've never heard that before.